welcome to Infamous, the audio podcast. This is Brandon, or Muleus, on the forum. This is Parker, go by Dr. Mantis Deboggin, MD, on forums. This is Jeremy. Um, the forums have driven me to, I don't even, I just play Elden Ring now. Um, yeah. I'll do my best In guessing my... for Marvel Crisis, but I just, I'm out. Mm. I'm out. Out. You just play Elden Ring now? Yep. Well, in my protest of the forums, I've just changed my forum name to a silhouette of myself. That way, everyone knows what's happening. What you've been just like? What you've been? Yeah, I'm just an outline of myself online now. What you've just been like atomized? <laughs> the blast of dumb has. You're just like a shadow on the background. No, I, I, like, I took now. a picture of myself in a dynamic pose, and then I just drew. I covered myself with black in Photoshop, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Yep, that's good. They'll know it's me." Yeah. <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, let's get to announcements. Um, Parker, we're down to 935 more episodes of your probation. So stop doing all those prohibited things. Feeling good about uh, it. Parker, yo, Jeremy, 11 pizza rolls, and mm-hmm. you're not allowed to say pineapple blade, asterisk, or antiquing. And a new word that I've just made up Wait. that will mark with this asterisk. What, you made up a word? Or you made it up the, the next... The he word. made up a word. Good. Good luck with that. And the word was word. So now that Parker has said the... No, I'm just kidding. Like, no! But uh, in all seriousness, uh, yeah, so there's a new secret word that Parker's not allowed to say. And if he does, he gets more probationary episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I got for announcements. Parker, do you have anything for us? I got news. 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 All right. So finally, after the longest drought, we have but a drip, but a drop I actually, of new models. I actually looked it up. It's only been 375 decades since we've had news. Yes. So we've broken the streak. Mm-hmm. So we finally have some news. And the news is but, but a silhouette, literally, of actual news. Because it's a silhouetted picture of two new models coming to the game. We were pretty darn awesome on this podcast last time we got silhouetted. It was for... Uh, Madam Viper and Sin, we got it nail on the head. So this one, they purposely, I think, obfuscated it. It's hard to tell precisely what these are, but we got pretty strong guesses. So for those of you who have not yet seen it, it's a picture of what looks to be two potentially female characters. And the only other clue we have is there's a bunch of stars in the background, like a cosmic background. And we see Thanos' mm-hmm. chair from his uh, set when you buy him, the big Thanos throne. And so the two models... Uh, that we're looking at one of them has like an energy field that kind of snakes around her uh, she's kind of had her hands outstretched using probably some sort of psychic ability the the tagline on the picture is called minds will never be the same which means probably a psychic manipulator and there's another character who looks to be gripping something maybe crushing it and she has her hand down on her side we're not sure what she's doing with the other hand but she has some long like almost tassel like things coming off the back of her so for those of you who do uh, not know uh, there are a couple characters that fit these things to the bill, and so right now we're the the community is floating around a couple ideas. The one the the character with the large snake-like creature around it is most likely Moon Dragon. Moon Dragon is a cosmic character, is often associated with the Guardians of the Galaxy. She was a uh, uh, part of Infinity Watch for a long time. Yeah. Her dad is Drax. For those of you who don't know, her dad is actually Drax. Um, uh, and so, so personally, I think it's Moon Dragon based yeah. on the picture. I'd yeah. be very surprised if it's not Moon Dragon. The other possibility for her could be uh, a psychic character from Black Order called Supergiant. Um, Supergiant does have a similar silhouette, but she doesn't have the very like iconic 
you know, energetic aura that looks like a giant snake. The thing about Moon Dragon is her psychic abilities literally uh, manifest themselves in the physical universe in the form of a giant dragon. Um, so not only is she powerful in the psychic plane, she like manifests this this super psychic dragon thing, which it looks like the uh, effect around her is that. So likely it is Moon Dragon. However, the other character you might expect to come with her would be Phyla Vell, her lover, and Captain Marvel, another member of Infinity Watch. She's done a bunch of different cosmic stuff. But this doesn't look like her silhouette at all. Instead, it looks like a member of Black Order, a, a character named Black Swan, uh, which we've talked about a little bit on this podcast because she's shown a, a bunch in modern cosmic Marvel events. Um, and... She, she's a member of Black Order. She used to be part of uh, Doctor Doom's entre- cosmic entourage when he was posing as a god, Robo Malal. And then she got intertwined with the Marvel superheroes and eventually ended up working for Thanos in the Black Order. And that's a current Marvel universe. That's what she still does. She's a member of the Black and Order. And that's super giant, correct? So, no, that's Black Swan is her name. Super, Black Swan. Super, yeah. Super giant is uh, uh, a psychic character on the black order and she actually is dead um she was killed okay. yeah she was killed by uh lockjaw and of all th- of all creatures um teleported her to another planet when it blew up and she what actually remains of her is her psychic essence but she doesn't really have a giant you know energy dragon so this mm-hmm. and so this looks like it might be a uh villain and hero pair pack if these two characters come together it's probably black swan and moon dragon is what we're thinking right now and likely coming out at a similar time or maybe near that would be their partners with the remainder of black order which would be super giant and Philavel, the consort for moon dragon we'd probably see both of them join the guardians because both of them are members of the guardians of the galaxy currently so guardians and black order looks like what they're expanding um yeah, I I think it's based on the artwork I'm looking up online right now. I think Black Swan makes a decent amount of sense. Um, based on the picture, I would guess that what she's got in her hand there is some combination of like a sword and a shield, but I'm not sure. Mm. I don't know if Black Swan commonly uses weapons. I would assume not. No, she's she uses force fields and like energy projection. Her big thing is her force fields are very impenetrable. Mm. Kind of like an Invisible Woman kind of character, but she doesn't go invisible. Yeah. With the silhouette, it looks like she's squeezing like a soft drink that's exploding. That's exactly. Like, it, it looks, looks like, like she's, she's got, got a Slurpee. Like a yeah. Sonic cup, and she's like, die! And squeeze, squishing <laughs> yeah. it. It looks really silly. Yeah. But uh, obviously it's a silhouette, so it's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. But if she's got like energy manipulation, or, or like or um like telekinetic force manipulation, that could very easily be she's manifesting shapes and stuff with her hands. Mm-hmm. And that could that could make sense. Yeah. But also, she's got the ribbons coming off of her, which Black Swan has a lot of the time in the comics. It mm. looks like. Yeah, she's yeah. almost always done with those nearly like it's like Mister Sinister ribbons, only just not nearly as yeah. many of them. Yeah. yeah, there's just four of them instead of four hundred. Right. Yeah, I would guess definitely uh, Black Swan and Moon Dragon. Uh, Jeremy, do you have a thought on these? No, both of those characters I don't know anything about. Uh, okay. What I am certain of, though, is. They better not be connected with more than seven microns thick plastic (laughs) um, because everything they've made recently, it seems like, is connected with a toe or a ribbon or a wrist. One one shoelace. Yeah, or a a puff of smoke in the case of three ninjas. It's so silly. 
Yeah, so, it's really strange. I was, I was joking with Spence that the uh, the Shinobi guys are standing on the belt ribbon of one of the other Shinobi. Yeah, oh, yeah. They are. It's like, ah! Uh, like, Ridiculous. Oh, by the way, who else is going to be drawing their three ninjas, Shinobi, as the three ninjas from the classic 90s movie, Three Ninjas? I am definitely Is that not who they are? I just assumed that was them. I'm going to be doing... These are the adults. Yeah, these are the adult three ninjas. One will be orange, one will be blue, one will be green. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do, like, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, and uh, Reptile. There you go. I like that, too. I like that, too. And then, then, you know, they'll be, like, a team. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm actually I'm actually super duper excited for these two. I'm actually really really pumped for yeah for these. What are you on the page of? You think it's Moon Dragon and Black Swan? Yes, I'm one hundred percent. I I uh, let's bet some demerits if you want. But I'm thinking. Ooh. it's... Well, I was gonna say I'm ninety five percent sure it's those. Two. I, I'm ninety nine percent sure, and the reason why is at first I was thinking. At the first glance I had at when I was at work and this thing popped up, I went, oh, cool, uh, Supergiant. But then after I took a look at the model again, I realized the, the big, obvious dragon, snaky serpent thing going around her body. I was like, oh, that's Moon Dragon, because she always has that snaky serpent thing. Um, so the issue I'm having right now, and this is one of those where we try and glean insight into what other games are doing. Mm-hmm. Marvel, it looks like Marvel Future Fight has recently announced they're releasing Supergiant and Black Swan at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm looking at it and Supergiant looks like she's a bald alien looking creature with a cape that's uh fits the body structure really well yeah. of what it could be. Because if they were going to do Moon Dragon, I would imagine we would know more about like Infinity Watch or something coming, which is entirely possible because isn't the uh, the um, Nova movie happening where uh, we're expecting Adam Warlock to show up? No, that's Guardians. Was, Guardians of the Galaxy. Is that just the next Guardians? Yeah, because okay. at the end of Guardians 2, that's who... That's who's in the pod that she's like, I'm making. Yeah, I remember that. I just couldn't remember what he was supposed to be in next. I think we're I think the big assumption is Guardians. The next Guardians movie is featuring Guardians three. Yeah. Okay. well, so originally, um, was it Black Swan was the Rabumalal servant person? Yeah, she was the one. She had Black Swan was the one who served Doctor Doom when when no one thought it was when no one knew it was Doctor Doom doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So my. Uh, my original train of thought was, well, that makes sense because we're kind of expecting the Fantastic Four to be coming around. Mm-hmm. And obviously we expect Doom to come out when that happens. And so, you know, Black Swan around the same time as Doom wouldn't be that surprising. But then at the same time, now that if it's just Black Swan and Supergiant instead of Black Swan and Moon Dragon, then it would make sense to lead more in the Doctor Doom direction. But if it's going to be Moon Dragon and Black Swan... I would imagine we're going to go more into an Infinity Watch kind of destination. And so I think it could really be either. I, I'm leaning more towards Supergiant because of the silhouette they put it on. Because it's in front of the Thanos throne. Yeah. It screams Black Order. And Supergiant and Black Swan both being Black Order members, that would make a lot of sense. It, it seems that was my first inclination if this is not a serpent and it's just some gunk a la, Scar- a la Scarlet Witch's model, then then I wouldn't I'm not gonna be sho- I'm not gonna be shocked. But man, I just wish I could see the bottom of the model to see if it's a dragon head at the bottom because then <laughs> then, then it's really obvious. I don't, obvious. Think, it is. I don't um, think it is. Yeah, I think it's just energy. Yeah, if it's just energy, super giant seems like a really obvious one. They ha- oh, they haven't. 
done villain and hero pairs very often, right? It's usually they, they do. There's Loki and Thor. There's yeah. Killmonger and Black Panther. Uh, there's Enchantress and Angela. There's um, Ronan and Drax. Yeah. Um, there's Daredevil and Bullseye. Uh, Punisher and Taskmaster. Um, Gamora and Nebula, arguably, even though that Nebula has a redemption arc. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, so they they've set a there's precedent. There's a surprising amount. Yeah, yeah. There's a surprising amount of uh, Sabretooth, Wolverine, Mystique, and Sci- and Beast. Yeah. Um, so there's there's a surprising amount of even like Mystique and Beast is a good example of they're not really arch nemesis, but they are mm-hmm. on the you know two sides of a common fight usually. So this would not be so strange for this to be uh, Moon Dragon. I don't think that's Philavel at all. In any way, I think it's Black Swan super obviously, and then probably yeah, it's definitely not Philavel. I don't know who said it was Philavel, but they're dead yeah, wrong. Right. So it's definitely Black Swan, and probably I still think it's probably Moon Dragon. But if it was Super Giant, I would not be shocked. I wouldn't. I'm like, okay, it's yeah, it's I not would... it's not a dragon. It's just some energy. Cool. Zooming way in, like there's some ripples that could be like fins and stuff, but there is no detail on that. Yeah, going as far down as we can see, it's possible that it's a dragon, but man, I really don't think it is. Yeah, it would have to be the skinniest snake dragon I have ever even heard of. Yeah, no, it's not a dragon; it's just energy. Okay, well, if you think it's just energy, then that is super giant. Yeah. yeah. Because if you look at it, it comes out from behind the, um, uh, what's it called, the the background there, and you start seeing the black silhouette. It comes up, and there's like the ripples that could be like a fin on the back, but it's still like there's no orientation to it really, and it mm-hmm. just kind of curves there. Mm-hmm. And then there's not any more for a long time, and then the section where it curls up near her hand is like a full ninety degree elbow. And, like, that doesn't make sense. And it wouldn't be, like, wrapping around her hand like that. There wouldn't be... The fins wouldn't be where they are if it was supposed to be an animal. I think it's her doing, like, a force field type thing. <laughs> or, like, swirling energy. My, my, favorite, my favorite troll post on uh, the internet is uh, 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 Emma Frost and Professor X. <laughs> <laughs> because the troll post, yeah, because because it, 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 yeah. now it's really funny because because the because the the the, the black swan it may be Emma Frost and the fact that the other one just is bald is that's it like it's just... <laughs> you yeah you can't objectively say that it's not other than it's a ridiculous statement yeah it's like well technically it could be it's like yeah I know <laughs> did you ever see those uh in you remember everyone remembers old watching the old Pokemon show on TV. When it went to commercial, it would be like, who's that Pokemon? It would show you the silhouette, uh-huh. and you had till the commercials were over to guess who it was. Right. And it was, uh, but they, they redid them to be as infuriating as possible. Uh-huh. And so they're like, they like show you what would obviously like Doug Trio, and then it like, it's an execute with a rock in front of it. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, no, it's Doug Trio. Like people would just lose their minds because it was like one of those little like internet quizzes. And it's yeah. like, what? No, it's like. I mean, like, Pikachu is, like, fucking uh, the um, Cubone holding a stick. And you're yeah. like, what's... What am I... Like, what? just holding a lightning rod in his hand. You're like, get out of here, you fucking stupid idiot. One of the ones I like was it was, it was obviously a Geo... It was obviously a Geodude. <laughs> and they go, what yeah. Pokemon is this? And it shows him up. And it's just a Pikachu being terribly misshapen. It's, <laughs> like it's, it's just... into it's a Geodude squished. shape. 
yeah. it goes, it's a Pikachu. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Just terrible. Yeah, those, the, the fake ones were great. Yeah. They were great. Uh, anyway, uh, so this could be Professor X being mangled by a washing machine <laughs> into the shape of another person, but yeah. obviously it is not. Yeah. It's Universe 791, uh, Professor Xavier, when he could levitate, like, and that was his only power. Mm. Whew. <sighs> All right, so I think we're. I think I'm gonna lean towards it's super giant, and because mm. just because it's not a dragon, it doesn't mean it's not Moon Dragon. But I'm leaning towards super giant at the moment because they went out of their way to make this very Black Order inspired. Mm-hmm. It also it also means that they don't have to make any more. If it's this, then you're just expanding Black Order, and you're not also exactly, promising to expand yeah. Guardians, which is less likely. Not that. Not that the Guardians couldn't use another one, but they don't need another one like Black Order might. So yeah, yeah, cool. Jeremy, are you excited about this at all? Does Black Order getting new members make you at all more excited about Black Order? Um, only if other members change, then yeah, it would be exciting. Uh, if these new models give it some teeth and some interest, um, yeah. Then I'm, the I'm, Thanos nerf won't feel so bad. I'm, I'm tired of the baby Huey wielding a machine gun effect. Like, yeah. I'm like, just stop. Just please stop. Mm-hmm. But whatever. I, I, if they if it is Black Order and uh, Thanos gets a little bit of uh, a nerf bat hit on him, um, I'm happy for that. Great. Grand. Yeah. What, really? Cosmic? You think, you think they're going to nerf Thanos in order to make Black Order? No, the problem is Thanos is such an outlier that he needs to be nerfed anyway. But nerfing Thanos would make Black Order harder to play because they don't have their, like, fucking crutch dragging them to the finish line anymore. Mm-hmm. And so giving them more options would be a good way to fix that problem. Mm-hmm. I see. To where Thanos is an option, and then you could run, like, the six non-Thanos models in Black Order, and you would have more more ability to do stuff. Because mm-hmm. his leadership really isn't, like, important, and all their tactics cards work without him. And so it's really just that he's the best board controller we've ever seen, which is why it's, you know, he's, he breaks games. Mm-hmm. And so, and which I personally, I think obviously the change that needs to happen is cosmic portal needs to be restricted in some way on how many times you can use it either by increasing its cost or making it once per turn. Because as is his ability to manipulate the board is way too high. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. But anyway, I'm pretty excited about these guys. Uh, it also shows that we're... Because the, the Black Order are one of the older affiliations in the game right now. Because they came out right after Guardians, right? Mm-hmm. Really? It was basically Wakandans, um, Asgard, Guardians, Black Order. It's like one of the first four expansions from the core set. And so seeing them get some more love would be good. We're also we're expecting probably some more for um, Wakandans soon because the new Black Panther movie is coming out. That could be really cool. So this this looks like good stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see if we're going to go in more of an Infinity Watch direction and do more of the cosmic stuff or if we're going to do more of like the Earthbound stuff with like Fantastic Four. That's, that's going to be interesting. I would love to see uh, Wakanda with another leadership of uh, like have Shuri yeah. have the leadership, some sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just directly reflecting the new movie. That would be sweet. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's going to be really fun. Alrighty, well, that's going to get us out of the news. Um, Jeremy, have you played some games this week? I have. Are uh, they good games? Um, they're interesting games. Uh, 
So I've kind of gotten this, um, my weekly gaming is go to the store, play a couple games, and then go over to uh, Aaron's place, one of our locals. Um, he's not really local. He lives like an hour away. <laughs> but uh, He lives out in Missouri like where, where yeah. you do. He's got a, a really nice gaming space, uh, and we're able to kind of knock out some games real quick. So I think we played three games, and he's kind of doing a thing where he's trying to use um, grunts kind of in his list and see what happens. And uh, yeah, so the games we played, we've we, I've seen some things with grunts, and uh, you know, um, we'll talk more about grunts. Yeah, later, yeah. It, I I played some games. I won a few, lost a few, whatever. Um, I'm still playing Wakanda and X Men. The one thing I will say about it is, you know, it's Wakanda X Men, and then there's a Thanos drop. Um, for the things that you just can't do well, <laughs> uh, which would be Hulk or She-Hulk, basically, or Black Order, any of those. Just you... rub rub Thanos onto your problem area yes, until absolutely. problem alleviates. Absolutely. And basically, the list I'm running, honestly, like, I never get put in a corner. Like, I feel like I always have an option, and I usually, at the end of the game, I can I can kind of spot my errors and say mm-hmm. I could have played better. Which is all I've ever wanted from this game. Like, I find the attrition lists and trying to grind it out and stuff was just making me insane. But this build is... It hasn't let me down. I've let myself down a few times, but this list hasn't yeah. let me down. I think X-Men are in a really good place right now. With their new their new mm-hmm. releases combined with their old efficient models. Yep. They, uh, they're in a really good place now. They've got more options and they can synergize with new stuff. Uh, I have a question. You said you're, yeah. dro- you said you're dropping in, like, Thanos... Uh, for like something that your list can't deal with yeah. is it actually better than to just have thanos in your list all the time when when are you like oh man i'm so glad i didn't take thanos is that ever a thing that crosses your mind depends on the the mission selection i believe if yeah it, it, me, it depends on mission and it also depends on what you're doing if you're going super wide on me thanos doesn't do anything but mm. if i see that you have a six point um flagpole model or tentpole model you know yeah um, Thanos can deal with that. Usually, right. they're... for, ex- for go, example, go if you get paired up against A Force on Gamma or on um, Senators or something, then mm-hmm. obviously dropping in Thanos. Thanos can almost completely n- nullify a She Hulk out of the game, and so it's a very different game when your opponent can't leverage those strong pieces against mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. But you know, so... the answer honestly is most of the time Thanos is the better answer to most things, just because of how egregious he is. But um, I still love playing the game. Like, my game isn't to play Thanos and win. I, I don't want... I know, again, if I lose a game and I've got Thanos in my list, I probably lost it because of me, not because of the list. Um, yeah. But he's not my favorite thing to do with Marvel Crisis. Um, but there is some models. Again, Hulk is one of them. She-Hulk is another. Um, there's a few other outliers that... Uh, Magneto is another one. Like things that are just really difficult to kind of one shot or take off the table in a turn. Um, Cause X-Men can do a lot of damage. Uh, Wakanda can push shit around, but the list kind of can't really take stuff off the table in one go. So if I see something like that, then I put Thanos in there. That way I can kind of control them away from me while I deal with the rest of the army. That's the idea. And again, this is, um, this is, this is my tournament list. Like this is the list I want to go and actually win with. Um, if yeah. I, I, me and um, Brandon Shelley played a game the other day, <laughs> and I told him, I said, look, I'm not going to play Thanos, so don't worry about it. 
So of course he played Hulk on me. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I remember this game. And, and um, he's like, this son of a bitch has Hulk. Yeah. So it just. Uh, and you didn't have your Thanos safety blanket did to not. keep him away from you. I did not. And I, I fucking watched that game. Yeah, I didn't have any answers, and Hulk basically pummeled my army. Um, and that's not to say, like, he didn't play good or anything. He played great. It was fine. He did all the right things. Um, but, yeah, Hulk beat the shit out of me, which I had guessed. And not having the model that I need caused me trouble. Uh, probably, I mean, there's other ways to do it, but... I don't know. Maybe I'm just not smart enough. I'm like, here, here's Thanos. How about, how about that? Like, it's fine. I don't have to always like figure out 27 moves ahead in a chess tournament. Like, I'm like, how about I just use a hammer on a nail? Like, fuck it. Right. So that's what that list is about. Cool. Um, well, I haven't gotten to actually play any games lately, but I did watch about five minutes of a game, so it's like the same thing. <laughs> uh, I watched other Brandon and Aaron play a game uh, where they were basically just doing like Rochambeau in the middle. I don't know. It was Gamma <laughs> Wave. And I saw there was a Hulk, a Doctor Strange, a Thanos. Jesus Christ. And what was the other model? Black Dwarf? I can't remember. It was... Maybe it was like Hulkbuster. It was a just mosh pit in the middle of the table. It was like in this, like the size of a CD sitting on the table, there was 12 points of models. I was like, guys, you need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> and so they were like, yeah, this is getting out of hand pretty quick. Royal Rumble style. <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys. Who yeah, was playing so Thanos? Was uh, I think it was Aaron. Okay. And then, yeah, because Brandon had Hulk and Strange. Yeah, I think oh it was playing Defenders or something. Yeah, it was a mess. Yeah, there was nothing else. All the train was gone because Hulk was there. Mm-hmm. So it was just like this like this 18-inch circle where there's basically nothing, but mm-hmm. everything that was basically touching, touching each other right in the middle. It was like a bullseye. I was like, oh, so this is where all the dead people are. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah, so I haven't actually gotten to play lately because uh, we've been working on the store remodel. Uh, hopefully not this week, but next week I'll get back to playing games. Uh, Parker, uh, I believe you've played games. Yep. So uh, I set out to play Shield, and what I instead what I played was Nick Fury, and mm-hmm. Shield. I, I, I'm I'm being facetious. I did get to, I did play him in the Shield affiliation, but um, Shield is 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 a weird cookie. It's weird. Fickle beast. Yeah, it's a weird to build. It's it's kind of weird to play because they kind of want to go wide in order to take advantage of one half of the the, the recovery mechanic, you know. Um, but they also would really like to have priority, and they have like a great model in She Hulk that I think does a lot of stuff for the list. But she is exactly the opposite of going to get value out of the ability. She can. She already has. Um, um, the re- what's the repos- aggressive right? She already has aggressive. Mm. It, it would be interesting, I guess, if somebody tried to push her away with the attack and then she aggressive twice. So it's not yeah. completely. It's not like completely impossible to go off, but it's not what you want to give the model aggressive because they don't have it right. But she already has it. Um, There's also potentially a weird interaction if you aggre- do the pseudo aggressive twice. Because if there is like an angle you can't get to because mm-hmm. you're supposed to advance towards them, right? Mm-hmm. You can advance past them in one direction and then slingshot back over the top of them coming back the other direction. Right. So you can actually end up farther away from them than you started. Wait, can you? I thought towards yes. them means... I thought towards them right. means Right, so you, you must... walk past them and end in base contact, but you don't have to advance your full advance. 
And so you just go just enough to get to the other side of them and then walk full back the other direction. Hold on. How does that, because, how does that count? Because now that you're past them, towards them is the direction you came from. Yeah, but it's you're two not separate move. But as soon as you move over the center of their base, no, that's not how you're towards no longer works moving. in this game. It's not how think of webline. Think of webline towards. They go over your base. Once uh, you determine the direction, that's just the direction. Ah, uh, and now we're moving in that direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not prevented from moving past them. Yeah. Like in War Machine, War Machine, you you had to stop once you made contact because you were no longer moving towards them because mm-hmm. the distance was no longer being reduced right so but she hulk is you're literally you know losing you know functionally four victory points if you're behind right because she's only going to yeah. get dazed once as opposed to two other characters getting dazed you know twice so so i heard down through the grapevine that you got a lot of scenario points off of uh right leadership so but the, the, the my game against aaron the one game i had with shield so far it was very one-sided like aaron and i both well you know at the end of it we're like well i got diced uh, my first eight uh attack rolls uh seven of them had zero hits crits or wilds yeah Zero hits, crits, or wilds. It wasn't even like he, he defended them well. They just I didn't roll any, and see his his defense dice also showed up a bunch later in the game. So I didn't have any dice advantage the entire game. So because of that, his juggernaut one shotted uh, my character who had the senators, and then I couldn't down him just because I, I couldn't conjure enough attack dice against juggernaut, and juggernaut just basically kept the extract until the win of the game. Um, yeah, but I want to talk about the Nick Fury's leadership. Like how how did that interact? With so, him? because I was behind the entire game, every yeah. single time he was dicing me really hard because he was dicing me constantly, I kept getting victory points. So, by turn three, I was only down three victory points, even though I had never, I had only scored one secure and never scored an extract. I was only down by three and on turn three. So it it was actually really interesting that I, it totally kept me in the game. If on turn three or rather on turn four, I could have seen some lucky things like got Juggernaut down, take the extract, take the Senator back, uh, won one of the positional things. Then then the game was mine again, totally. So shield the shield affiliation ability to come back on those victory points when you're losing in the early turns is a real thing. Um, I did go pretty wide with my list. I purposely put all threes and twos um, with uh, Fury and... It, and I was I was losing to dice, but I wasn't losing the scenario game. I it the game should have been like two a complete route. It should have been two to sixteen, but it ended up finishing up like ten to sixteen, almost entirely mm-hmm. on Fury's leadership. So, um, so obviously you keep saying that you had bad RNG, which is whatever. But in the strategy portion of the game, do you think that? the leadership is strong enough to keep you relevant in, in a lot of games, or is it only good if you're getting completely blown out? Um, you, would you mean like, if you, if you're, are you saying like, if you take, like, uh, obviously this was an exceptional game cause you were so behind right in a normal game. Do you think you'd be able to get, is the leadership still going to be impactful if you're not getting completely blown out? You think it's still going to be relevant? Yeah. If, yes. You're just playing a normal game Cause I think, back and forth. Because I think it's, it's about, it's not, because I think it's scaling, right? It moves with your advantage. Yeah. So if I was, if he was only winning by two, I would have gotten to tie him, right? Really fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, right. so it's not that I wouldn't have gotten it. 
Um, it's just that I happened to get a ton of VPs off of it that game because I was so behind all the time because it was just my dice never complied. And so um, it turned a a not a game that was that we should have like re-racked after turn three. It turned it into a game. Yeah. Like that's what it was. Okay. So um, if and that was a comeback mechanic, but the mechanic would have still worked if I if I had killed if I had knocked down Juggernaut and picked up the extract and he was continuing to win on the secures, which he was because he was he was purposely trying to make sure his secures were won. Um, yeah. So if I had gotten the extract, I would have been in a really good place, really excellent place. Right. Um, and then a lot of his stuff that knocked me off the points would have actually I've been able to um, aggressive back on for a power. So there would have been lots of opportunities to come back in that game, even with my really bad early turns, if I could have made if my, if any of my things would have worked um, around turn three. So long, so long story short, I think shield as, as a team affiliation is going to keep you in the game in the early turns. It's up to you to close it out, but you're not going to get just completely rolled. Um, it's not going to feel like that. Um, I felt like Did I was you... totally in it still. Which is cool. Did you play Agent Widow at all? Um, that game, yes. I purposely I wanted to see Agent Widow and Fury on the board for precisely like shenanigans with um, um, Eye in the Sky, where you're just constantly having to like deal with who you're attacking and the person moving away. Uh, Agent Widow was the, probably the best on the board. She did great. She felt really good. Um, but the one thing that fury didn't get to do was deal with the extract because uh, it was senators uh, on turn one. I went up, I had priority. So I went up and checked two of them and I just, I lost the, the, the coin. Sure. Know. No, I get that. So Again, I never got to, you go got bad it. RNG. I get it. Um, but I was mostly talking about her possibility to get control points. Did you find that yes. that was a, a yep. an option? That was another. Did th that actually come up yep. relevant? Yep, it was another part of the game. It was another reason why I got so many VPs by the end of the game, is she popped it uh, twice, I think. Once on Strange, and she didn't. The game ended before she could do it on Daredevil, but she was about to. She was about to? Yeah. Okay. So that was, that was completely relevant as well. So with... If I you, like the the okay. strange interactions. Let's say you have an odd number of points, and so on the first turn of the game, um, you go to down three two. Well, then Nick Fury can get you a control point during round two to tie it, and then Agent Widow can get you an extra point at the end of the turn. So even though you actually ended down three two, you effectively were up four to four three. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't take effect until the next turn. And right. So I was I was just wondering if. If you could basically do that three or four times in a game and end up actually getting a huge advantage mm -hmm. on a lot of points in a close game, yeah. And so it sounds like that's that's not off the table, and so mm -hmm. that's interesting. We'll have to keep an eye on that. The main thing I learned is I really wanted priority to do good things with extracts because um, Fury wants to get there to manipulate extracts well, um, but I didn't have that because I was going wide. So going wide was helping me in the victory point game, which is you know keeping me in it. But I would have really liked to have a She-Hulk. <laughs> I would have really liked to have priority. So I'm, I'm, I right now I'm trying to decide: is Shield shooting itself in the foot because they have contradictory rules, or is it, or are they just tactically flexible and I can choose what I want to do every game, which is probably just good, right? So. They seem surprisingly flexible to me so far, but I don't think they have the best stable of characters. They just have a good stable of characters. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to see if that changes anytime soon, because I know we've speculated they might get some more people.
Alrighty. Well, let's go ahead and move on. Um, hobby projects, uh, what we're currently working on. I'm What's on my plate right now is I need to build all the terrain for our new tables we're going to be having soon. Uh, I have not gotten to start that yet, but hopefully this weekend I'll get some time. Uh, you guys working on anything important? Jeremy, I've heard you, your current model project is Elden Ring. Yeah, um, it's it's going really well. Um, yeah. I have all my painting stuff there. Uh, it's been yeah. sitting there since February 15th, I believe. Is that the release? Of <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's in February. But uh, yeah, but I did throw some paint on Strange and also Rogue. Um, but my process of just getting things done really quickly and being done with it is, boof, this Elden Ring project is pretty extreme. <laughs> it's taking a lot of energy. Trying to 100% Breath of the Wild, and it's really putting a damper on my painting time. <laughs> uh, Parker, I've heard that you don't currently own models you want to play. Yeah, uh, so my model project, we're mostly trying to find people's models that they'll, that they'll let me borrow. But I only want mm. bad ones, so that's good. Only bad uh, ones. I only want bad ones. But I actually, right now, it's uh, Fury and Daredevil are in a head to head race to see who I will paint uh, come come summertime. Next time I get to do uh, Sunday paint day with Brandon, one of them. Are you busy this weekend? Um, I, I haven't looked, but almost definitely, but it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to do, I need, I need some motivation to work on these fucking terrain kits. So okay. uh, if you are free this weekend, let me know, even okay. if it's not Sunday, just okay. let me know and we can, uh, or Jeremy, if you want to schedule some time to come over and paint, I need to get a lot of this terrain knocked out so I can get it to John to get painted. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the remodel has uh, eaten more of my off days than I expected. And uh, the I've only had two days off in the last two weeks where I've been in town, almost three weeks actually, uh, and so I haven't had any time to mess with that stuff. But hopefully soon. When do you get time All to right. play Elden Ring? I don't play Elden Ring. I don't own a device that plays Elden Ring to my knowledge, unless it's on computer. It's on computer. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, I, I'm not actually really big into those. I blame it on ADHD, but like Oblivion and all those games, I'm like, yeah, I get like 20 hours in, I'm like. So why am I playing this again? Like, there's no end in sight. I'm like, it's kind of cool, but like, it's just too much. I don't have the level of free time to put into video games like that. And so it they're just not appealing to me. But if like, if I had the free time, like, I bet I would love playing Fallout 3 and all those old games and like Oblivion and stuff. I bet I would fucking love it. But like, I don't, I dedicate way too much of my yeah. time to community building and stuff like that so i can't just get 12 hours on my own doing something very often and when i do it needs to be on my shit like painting well so anyway from software comes out with the game i'm in like i that's the only <laughs> game company i like when it comes to like actually taking my time and stealing it i give it to them that's about it though which company did you say it's called it's from software from software yeah okay. it's the souls games all those okay I remember, um, was it uh, Bethesda used to be one of the big ones mm -hmm. everyone used to like look out for? Yep. But a lot of those companies like churn over people so quickly nowadays because they get like you know hired away to go run other projects and stuff. So like, there's really not a company anymore that's been really great over a long period at this point because Rockstar they all just get cannibalized. Rockstar, Rockstar Games, Star? yeah, that's the Grand Theft Auto guy. Yep. Right? Yeah, Rockstar Games and is the hot and one. Red Dead. Red Dead, yeah. Does. I didn't realize that they did that mm -hmm. too. That makes sense. They've they've only 
like made good games. Like they're they're known for that. Yeah, that's good. I heard Red Dead Redemption Two sold a few copies. Yeah, <laughs> a couple. Some, some some people played that. I think. Yeah. I think I looked uh, that one up. It cost like four hundred million to make it. Like, are yeah, you? I bet that game was kidding? fucking enormous. Yeah. yeah. Well, they did, they did try to make like the whole West. That's what they, they tried yeah. to do. It, look, what it was just the we United made the Wild States. West. You're like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, it's. We, yeah, yeah, you can go out there. It's like that rock is actually there if you go out to like fucking Montana or wherever the fuck they are. Yeah. It's like, yep, we just walked around. We got that car that drives and does the Google map pictures. Like, no, we just drove around out in the wilderness. Yeah. <laughs> we had to map the whole wilderness. Uh, really my ridiculous. brother my brother said, I, 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 it was, was summertime when that came out or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, he said, I've just been in the wilderness for like 17 hours. I went, what do you mean the wilderness? <laughs> he goes, I went up to like the northern part of the map in the mountains and I just didn't come down. <laughs> <laughs> I was yes. like, I now live here. I just, be- like, I just, okay. I just became a mountain man. <laughs> That's yep. all I did. And you'll grow I a just, beard and everything. I just, it's crazy. yeah, I just hunt, I just hunted things and hung out in like nooks and crannies and. That's what I did. I was yeah, like, that like, sounds fantastic. Yep. He said, that's, that's all I did. I was like, that is fantastic. What mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember I watched uh, Max like fight a bear one day. I was like, Jesus Christ, why are there bears? Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm up in the mountains. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah, you know a game. Alrighty. You know a game is good whenever you go into certain places. You're like, ah, oh, shit, I fucking hate going here because of the fucking bears. <laughs> yeah, feels like real, real life. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to our main topic. Um, unfortunately, I won't be able to contribute very much in this, but I'm interested to hear what you guys think. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna talk about grunts. Hmm. I say grunts. Can you see grunts. how many thumbs down I have? Grunts. Thumbs down. No, why are you yeah, thumbs downing? Infinite. I don't. I don't thumbs get it. Go ahead. How about you talk uh, about what you learned from your game yeah. first? Well, Parker, Parker okay. played with grunts. You played against with grunts. grunts too. Yeah, Go he ahead. played with grunts though, so he had a far superior time beat than you. Yeah, that's fine. I had a Go fantastic ahead. Fantastic time. What happened, Parker? Um, well, I have decided that there is specifically Nick Fury's grunt in shield or out of shield that grunt is is really dumb if you get the nice flip uh, or the turn or if you pick up um, you know a legacy virus cure with it and you know it, it is not hard for that to just be yours for the rest of the game it doesn't even matter that there's a grunt on the center of the board um, Aaron and I did some math after our game and had the grunt flipped over the senator he did not have a model that could have gotten it if he would have killed the grunt with another model. Like mm. it wasn't, I think juggernaut was the only one fast enough and where he put him, he wasn't actually capable of doing it. Yeah. And he wouldn't have had power to get it once he got there. Right. So it was, yeah. it was such a, like if, if the, if that grunt picks up something on the center of the table, it's just kind of yours. Um, which what's funny about it. And I guess the reason why I'm not crying foul is, and maybe y'all find out I'm wrong, but, I haven't actually seen which kind of mission it breaks. It's just excellent at, you know, you know, making sure a secure is, you know, likely going to be yours because I, I don't know if that breaks the game. Cause it's still subject to a bunch of RNG. Like you have to flip over the Senator or you have to roll the crit or, you know, you, yes, you got the, the book or the, 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 the legacy virus cure. And, and you now have definitely that one is more secure for you. Sorry, no pun intended as an extract, but, Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm actually st- like that's what I stared for two hours after our game, been like, okay, so 
if this thing is so good at making sure extracts are coming to you, which one do you actually want? And I, I could make a case for all of them. I guess that's what I'm saying is he's good at extracts, but that doesn't necessarily break the game. So what what do you hate about grunts, Jeremy? Um, everything. Just say everything. Well, first off, did you attack six times with Nick Fury? Because <laughs> uh, them motherfuckers no. can attack six times, by the way. Well, that's, that's actually... That's actually, what do you mean six times? You mean four times? They attack twice. Fury attacks. They attack. Fury attacks. They attack. Oh, you're talking about, that's something only Daredevil ninjas do. No, your guys do it. No, they don't. Nick's Uh, Nick's ability causes it to happen. Look at his pay, his spender. No, it's his spender, spender. yeah. His spender does. It's only three power, but yeah. So for six power, you're attacking six times with one activation, essentially. He also has a ranged gainer, so he gets a decent amount of So, power. that's not even the broken part. That's just kind of a fun yeah. side note. Um, so... Uh, Abstract is resolved, and allied shield characters in three that may advance short towards the target, and then the shield agents may make a pistols attack. But he also has his passive director of shield is... Uh, they get reroll. They get a reroll, mm-hmm. and he gains a power when they deal damage or suffer damage. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah, saying that he could do his spender twice in a turn is not unlikely at all. No. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he he can do. Whereas we understand as a group think, uh, rapid fire is pretty good. Okay, right. it's four dice, so he gets three rolls. He gets a shitload of small attacks. Except he's doing a seven die attack. Yeah, Grunt's doing a five die attack because yeah. they have a re-roll. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he that's a pretty big deal. That but that's a four point model doing work. Okay, I I can understand mm-hmm. that. That's all right. Um. Where it starts to break, and I don't like it, and nobody should, is when you start mixing them in with other affiliations and other things. Mm. Namely, Convocation. That ring, every turn, is not cool. It is not cool, and it's 100% doable. So, Convocation uses their astral ring. They get to use their defense... Uh, for physical attacks and turn them into Mystic, and they can all use their Mystic defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get it back if someone is dazed or killed, basically. No, you're thinking of a different card. Um, Which you're one? thinking of the Ironbound books. Uh, that's it. Ironbound books. Yeah. Yes, I had the wrong card. That's so, why I was confused. Yeah, no, no, no. They can do so. It's Ironbound books every turn. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and if the ninja, the iron... if the ninjas are getting KO'd, yeah. Yeah, because when an allied character is KO'd after the effect is resolved, I mean, you can kill them yourself if you really care. Yeah, the ninjas can die. And the thing is, is you kill them. You have to. Like, you can't let these guys run about. You have to kill them. I would agree, especially with the way that it works with interacting with objectives and stuff. Um, Also, um, this this is going to happen in the future. They can't... The future-proofing of the shenanigans of, um, like, Researcher, where they get to count... Yeah. Because it's an extract. It's not a secure objective. That's nonsense. So my problem with the grunts actually isn't any of these specifically. It's the fact that all of this stuff with every card that comes out, everything that's new, everything that's old, has to now have a way to interact or not interact with grunts and the fact that they just reoccur. They're just a reoccurring thing where we've never had that in the game before. There's never been a reoccurring element that's just, it's gone. I generally am very against reoccurring stuff in Mm -hmm. games. It almost exclusively causes problems. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so the issue I've had with grunts to this point, and I have zero interaction with them on the table so far. I haven't played a game with them. I haven't played against them yet. Yeah. Is that it seems like they're bending over backwards to create every possible exception for them so that they can call them characters. Yeah. I feel like it would have been way better to have just a different model type called grunts. And the only thing that they do is what it says they do because calling them a character opens up all these fucking doorways for weird shit to happen. Just like the researcher, um, just like triggering Sam's leadership, Thanos's leadership, the books, mm-hmm. all that stuff. It should have never happened because they never should have been classified well, as characters. Well, we did. They, they, they errated Sam's leadership, right? They said that. They did. But, right. but exactly my point, they had to errata a model mm-hmm. that's fairly recent so that they could print these. Right. Oh, like, That's already not great from a release type perspective. Oh, by the way. Now, my, I, I don't think it's terrible yet. I'm just yeah. saying that it seems like a headache. That we're going through all these hoops just to create these things that I don't. I know some people wanted like the generic minion models, but mm. I don't think the vast majority of people did. Uh, B dubs. Um, I put Punisher and Winter Soldier in my Daredevil list. I'm going to be playing tomorrow night mm-hmm. because uh, exactly. Punisher gets tokens when they when the yep. uh, ninjas die, and you can trigger um, uh, Winter Soldier's extra attack off of a grunt death yeah. and like those yeah. two those two things are going to happen a whole lot or daredevil just gets yeah. to eat people so yeah yeah it, so perfect example uh for anyone who's played war machine before um they had these things called lesser warlocks and warlocks lesser warlocks were um the equivalent of because in this game the leader your leader model was called a warlock or a warcaster depending on which version of the game you were playing and so a warlock slash warcaster was your leader model if they died you lost the game and so by putting but they're also your mainly your only spell casters in the game they're very important models so when they did the lesser versions they have a rule on their card called lesser warlock slash lesser warcaster and the first sentence is this model is not a warlock or warcaster however they are treated as such for targeting and casting spells and so they could have done a similar thing where it's like grunt this model is not a character, but may be targeted as if it was a character. Mm-hmm. And so anything that says choose an allied character, when an allied character, if an allied character, the number of contesting healthy characters, none of that shit would trigger. They would just be stat lines on the table. I think mm-hmm. that would have been a better way to approach it. But again, I have very little experience with them so far, so I don't have a personal opinion at this point. I'm just saying that I think that might have been a better, based on what I've been seeing people say, I think that might have been a better idea. Yeah, I was. I also will say that right now, both of them seem like super premium four points to spend in the game. Like if you want to do mm-hmm. damage and have a really stout model that's going to be doing a bunch of damage, Daredevil seems great. Um, if you want a model that probably can do damage, it's a little bit. I don't think it'll be quite as reliable, but it's going to do some damage and has the ability to just hardcore do wonderful with some extracts than Fury. And neither of them really have to play their affiliation in order to make any of that stuff happen. Um, I think so, bo- I think both of them are like 4.75 point cards. They are not. They feel like four and three they, quarters. They seem very impacting for a four pointer. Right. And it's not saying that they're going to break the game or nope. they're going to make the game unfun for certain people or anything. I just think that we're we're in that danger zone kind of when um what's a good example? Like when the, the Infinity Stones came out. 
we are in kind of this weird spot where it's like, well, we're definitely pushing the limits of what is okay and what's not okay. And we're going to have to kind of let the metal meta settle in and see how it falls out before we decide if anything needs to get fixed or not. But yeah, currently I'm a little concerned. Could I, um, I think he, these, I think these two guys kind of, especially in fury, I think they feel kind of like Modoc right now or old Modoc, where you're just like, this can't be a five point character. This is definitely more than five points. It's not a six point character, but damn it. If it's not <laughs> more than five. Yeah. And that's what these guys both feel like. They feel the like I, more than four. The thing I do like about how they did this is the grunt rules are in the main rulebook, which is a living document. So at any time mm-hmm. they can go in and tweak those things to make it better or worse, to make it fit the game better. So mm-hmm. I think that was a good call. Uh, as far as printing cards and making things um, like good or bad in that way, I don't, I don't like the shield agents and the ninjas cards because why, why the... F- fuck are they not just tactics card sized why are they tarot card sized that's so, so weird. stupid it's so weird it doesn't make sense because you see the card in person and it's enormous and there's like no info on it there's fucking two lines of text on it like fuck off like this should have been a tactics card uh, it's very annoying so yeah it takes up too much space on the table it it doesn't look right on the table because there's no other examples of it it's very weird um, and then the second thing I didn't like is the uh, the sh- the shield agent's ability buy you time where they get to place the objective. I think that's going to be the most frustrating fucking rule in the game. Mm-hmm. Like it's a it's like a seven inch difference in where the fucking objective is. It's up. really yeah. far. It's so far. Yeah. And in the realm of importance of placement on the board, it is so game impacting mm-hmm. like the it changes the game so much mm-hmm. yeah it i really hope this is not a um a precedent of things to come and there's not more of this shit coming because it's it's so frustrating to just have like things that you cannot prevent from happening like this where it's like oh you've picked up the token well there's nothing i can do now because the objective is too far away from my models to physically get to even if i kill you that's dumb there's no interaction. You can't, like, pay power to prevent it. You can't, like, you know, stop him from doing it in any way by preventing him to having power. Mm-hmm. You can't even, like, try and drain his power to prevent him from doing it. It's dumb. Yeah, I really don't like that ability. They could have given him anything else. They could have given him Pierce on their attacks. I would have been more happy with it. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I kind of like those effects that are like that. I don't mind that half as much as I mind... Like I was saying, the convocation effect of kind of having something infinitely for no cost um, that's normally has a normal cost. Um, mm-hmm. thing, things that use the reoccurring model effect are a real problem. Like, I, I, I just don't like that. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Bob already existed yep. in the game. Like, it's not... You, you, you could pay two points to have a model that you feel you shouldn't ignore, but but it's just going to come back to life. And people were not playing Bob for his recurring effect, even though it was that strong. Yeah, but Bob was two points. They're free. No, they're not free. They cost four points out of faction. Oh, no, no, no. More than Bob. Daredevil is amazing. Fury is pretty damn good. Well, I don't like, think Bob, Bob is was just not re- good. Bo- uh, yeah, I and this don't... is exactly why they did it the way they did it, is because you can't have a small investment and have grunts. You have to have a serious investment to get grunts. Mm-hmm. And I like that they did it that way. But yeah, I see where you guys are going with this. And 
I tend to agree with Parker that these are not free investments. You can't build a good synergistic list and then spend two points on a grunt. It's a four point investment, and if you want to argue that the models are worth four points, I'm not going to disagree with you. Mm-hmm. They're probably better than four point models on the regular, but you can't just invest a so token investment level. It takes a lot. I will also the pro- go ahead. The problem I have with future game balance for grunts is that generally speaking, in games, when you want to try and target nerf something, you throw in something that directly preys on the, the thing that's causing the problem. So, like, perfect example would be Thanos' leadership in this case. Thanos' leadership saying, well, I'm going to get an extra victory point every time I kill this idiot. Okay, well, this is a problem, but when you see that, you because of the nature of how list selection works, you can just not play your grunts against that leadership. Mm-hmm. And there's no counterplay then. Like in those other games, you don't have like a sideboard you can just not use. Like if your opponent's playing a swarm army and you just take something that that gets bonuses when they kill things, you know, you're set. But what happens when they change their list after they've seen you have the counter? Like, Uh oh, well, shit. Like that's where I'm like, well, this isn't great long term. Wait, hold on. I'm confused. You think that's I don't know how you counter them because... Yeah, you, you, you walk up against like the guy who's running Thanos, and you're just like, okay, I don't play Nick Fury. And they're like, oh, well, shit. Well, it's like, not, it was not that... that you know, but, I see, I, I actually think it's the opposite. Because we just got done talking about how strong Thanos is in general. And if he no, also... I'm, I'm, if he also I'm just using him as a blanket example of a model that directly counters. I'm not saying Thanos specifically. I'm just saying, if they print a model that's the equivalent of Thanos' leadership without paying eight points for a good Thanos then you just don't play Nick Fury in your squad and you have to deal with them having the counter. Does that make sense? I guess, but that's still... I th- I think that's good, right? It's good that your opponent can bring a model that's really, really good against uh, an oppressive model. That's we all agree. Nick, for some reason, the meta all agrees that Nick Fury's horribly I, oppressive. I think, I think you're getting caught on the fact that I use Thanos as the example. No, no, I'm not. Like, I, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm putting that away for a moment. Uh, there's some okay. other effect in the game, but I can drop meta choices in my list, right? People do. I do right now. Like, yeah. so I don't, I don't think it's a, the, the problem is that if you, we go to print the guy that let's say new model gets made and he completely screws people that play grunts mm-hmm. in some way. And you're playing a list that includes Nick Fury and or daredevil and you're abusing grunts in some way. Now we're in the situation of, this model is probably not good except for the fact that he defeats grunts or else we just get into power creep where it's like if you can release a model that's already good for his points and punishes people who play grunts, they're just the best model in the game. So the model is generally weaker than it should be because it punishes a specific thing. And so we get paired up and Parker's playing Nick Fury and I have the guy who, who punishes grunts. And so now we're just in list chicken. Because if Parker plays Nick Fury and I play the guy, Parker is punished. If I play the guy and Parker doesn't play Nick Fury, I am punished. And well, so we get in this weird loop of it's just list chicken. Well, I don't. What I have seen right now in the game is there's already a lot of characters that do what you're describing. They are strong, and that they also would do well against grunts. X twenty three. Uh, it was a good example because she could just spend two to attack again. Carnage would love to be able to attack again after killing a grunt and getting uh, all of his health back. Um, 
Uh, yeah, but Ange- those models Angela, are... Angela can attack again and move. Like, there's tons of models in the game right now that are just fine by themselves and also benefit from having a grunt around. And I think if if grunts become more prevalent, you might see Angela dropping into Guardians more often. You might see people making sure they have Carnage in their list if they really, really like to, to fight and they need a four-point drop. I don't think there's anything wrong with any of that because none of those models are bad without grunts. They're just, they okay. they are strong against grunts. I would like to respond with, I think Carnage would be good against grunts. The other models I don't think are good against grunts because you're spending power to attack the grunt and then get the other stuff. And so like Angela goes in, swings into the grunt, has to pay to use her assassin ability, which has now been used its once per turn. And now you can go back to what you would have done if there was no grunt there. You like Carnage gets to heal to full, which is a different conversation. He's actually gaining something. Mm-hmm. Angel's getting the same number of attacks she would have gotten if there was no grunt there. But no, she and so, she, she functionally gains an attack because she spends two power and gets to she, do another attack. I, I'm arguing that she doesn't functionally gain the attack because she's forced to an attack a grunt that shouldn't be there. But I'm what because I'm, there are grunts now. Well, I, it's not like she gets to do three attacks every turn. She always gets to do two attacks, but she will likely have a third attack because the grunt is there. Yeah, but the third grunt is into the grunt, which is either an irrelevant attack that you're only using because it's there, and because you don't usually actually care to kill the grunt, you're trying to kill the parent character, and so you're spending an attack that you that you're on a grunt that is basically barring like specific scenario situations is a worthless attack because the grunt is not the important model that you're trying to but defeat. We just agree. You would never in a vacuum choose to attack a grunt when you had something better to do. But we just agreed, no, absolutely not. It is. I think it's absolutely wrong to not spend a X-23 basic attack because you get the power back because they have two health. You immediately spend it to do an extra attack and a move. You gained a move during your turn and you didn't mm-hmm. lose an attack. Now, if you, if you didn't, if the character next to you is Daredevil on one health, then yeah, get Daredevil instead. But the, because if you did it early, then the Grunt doesn't get to do anything anyway. So, of course, there's more valuable things to do against a weakened parent character. But I think, I think if, if we're comparing two characters, one of them only gets two actions, and mm-hmm. one of them can spend two power that they're going to get back for killing the Grunt to kill the Grunt also, I think that means their mm-hmm. advantage against Grunts. I, th- I think they're better against grunts than like a generic character, but right. I don't think they punish the grunt player. Okay, there you go. There, you, I, that's I, what I, I'm saying. There you go. Yeah, I will they're agree with better that. than nothing. Yes, but they're not to the point where you wouldn't play Nick Fury because your opponent has Angela. That's ridiculous. Now I, I see your point because you were yes. saying you were saying earlier yeah. that if I saw Angela, I I would avoid Angela because I'm playing Nick Fury, and you're right. That would be bad. It, yeah. Like that would you never would never be true. Like yeah. you would if you saw Carnage or Thanos. Carnage is a different question because Carnage heals the full. Right. So and Carnage is fast enough to get to the grunt if he's at all in a relevant position. Mm-hmm. And so if Carnage is taking a beating, you can just move him up and attack the grunt, have an almost assuredly one shot, mm-hmm. and then go back to full health, move and attack again, go back to where you were in the first place, and you've basically still made two actions. And that's that's valuable. right? And so I don't know that it punishes the grunt player, but it adds some counterplay that wasn't there previously to the point where I think you would actually consider sacking the grunt and moving him far away from carnage mm-hmm. and so in that situation i think we're bordering on that realm but i think a lot of players would say carnage isn't that good on his own mm-hmm. I, I disagree i think carnage is good right um but i'm talking about something saying like on the level of you know Thanos. punisher or um 
or really Thanos' leadership specifically. Something like that that was just a passive ability. Mm-hmm. It's just like, when a grunt is defeated, you score a victory point. Just on the card, for free. Right. Like, that would be a punishing model. And so that's when we get into this list, list chicken circle thing. Where it's, okay, well, I de- we deployed, Nick Fury has his grunt, blah, blah, blah. And in the situation where I'm not screwed, where we both took the, the stuff, you took Nick Fury and I took my counter model... Then you could still just take the, the the shield agent, run directly away from everybody. And I have to actually work to go get it, and then you just never resummon him. And so that's that was like the level it would have to be to do anything. And in that situation, you're like, all right, I just don't play Nick Fury. And you're like, <laughs> okay, so now I've spent points on this model that doesn't do anything except punish grunts. And so now I'm trapped. Like, it's kind of annoying. I think they might avoid that by just never making that character that just is anti-grunt and that's all they do i don't think well that's why i'm saying that that's where i started this conversation by saying i think it's hard to counterbalance because when a normal game if we're playing like war machine or guild ball or kill team or something i have a set list and so if i feel like i play against this a lot i can just put it in and my opponent doesn't have the option to not play the thing i'm good against Mm -hmm. and in this game because we select squads at the beginning of the game and you get to know what your opponent's playing you can just not play the things that they have counter models to. And I think it's good for tactical list building, but it's bad for printing models that directly counter other models. Like, for example, you would never play Wolverine when your opponent's showing he's going to play Modok, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just a nightmare scenario that you're just walking into for nothing. And we've learned that over the years. And so, similar to that situation, I think it's really hard to counter these grunt producing parent models it almost has to be a nerf to fix them because you can't just make a model that counters it was my argument okay jeremy i'm gonna you've been quiet for a while i'm gonna ask you do you do a little uh uh uh, prediction do you think you're gonna see grunts just everywhere very soon or do you think it will be one of those things that'll just kind of sleep or there's a lot of other things people are still excited about so you just won't see grunts what do you think? I think it depends on scenario. Um, I think if there's a center scenario that Nick Fury is super strong, instead of having to deal with, like, I'm going to drop an Amazing Spider-Man or I'm going to drop, uh, oh, I don't know, um, any of those models that can grab it and back up kind of deal, um, mm-hmm. I think being able to drop a Grunt on that middle and just basically make it yours, because they can kill it, that's fine, but it drops it so damn far away. Um, I, I think that's a legit move on probably a higher level. Um, I don't know about the Daredevil one that he's kind of, he's got some shenanigans, but it's not powerful shenanigans that like are going to, I don't know, win games on, um, a, a, a regular level. I, I mm-hmm. do think Nick Fury's grunts though will, I, I think that's a really good solid drop in. Um, and you'll probably see them a bunch. That's, but you know that's some a, people like Wolverine, so I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. It's four points. Really, do whatever you want. Yeah, that's a really good. Uh, that's a really good point. We already had kind of a trick in the game. We had two characters that could, you know, move up, grab a center point, and and then keep it right, move back, and yeah. now you now you've got to take down that character. It's, one of them is Spy, uh, Amazing Spider-Man, who is v- a lot harder to get than Grunt. So that's interesting. That already existed. If you wanted to pay, if you're really excited about playing that kind of game, couldn't you just pay one more point for a, a you know, an extra Oh, no, because like you Spider-Man? lose you lose nothing. Like, the grunt dies, 
it drops in your backyard, you pick it up, you make a grunt again. Yeah. Like you don't yeah, lose is there anything. Anyone is just real quick. Is there yeah. anyone that can daze the grunt and pick up the objective in the same turn on turn one? Um, so let's say no. they use the shield agents. They double move forward. They they find the objective in the middle. They are now holding objective range one away from the center point. Is there anyone that can get there, attack them, and pick it up? So I'm thinking of, is it like Quicksilver. Uh, Proxima can? I think it's Quicksilver. Okay. I think, because I think Quicksilver can because he's you've got to move long twice is what you've got to do. So he can move long. No, no, no. They, they He has to daze the character first. Right. No, that's what oh, I'm I think I see where you're going. So, you, sorry, so you, you move long, punch them, you daze them. That gives you two power to then do your special move. And pick yeah, it up. Speedster move. Yeah. yeah. And would you? Ha- so, and you'd have three at that point, so you get it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's one. But Quicksilver has to daze them with a four die attack. And I know we like to joke about how easy to kill they are. Yeah. They're not that easy to kill. Right. Like four dice is only averaging two hits, and you that means fifty percent of the time almost you're going to get less than two hits. Yes. So I have not dazed. That grunts. doesn't kill them. There's I've never dazed a grunt in my entire. I, I that's have... the other thing I'm talking about. Like. People are acting like it's free. No. I rolled a lot of five die attacks and gotten zero hits. So they're like, yeah, Angela attacks the grunt. And you roll one hit and they're just like, wow, Angela's entire turn is killing one grunt. Good job, Angela. You fucking piece of shit. I, I, like, think, like, I think the more common tactic for if that happens is going to mm-hmm. be a, um, a web line or a bow type walk thing dragging it into mm-hmm. your lines. And then someone else yeah. is going to have to come get it. I don't think there's well, there's not too many that can do the other thing. Yeah, so Quicksilver, it's possible, but I think it's kind of dicey because you... Well, I guess you, as long as you get the two power, it's okay. Uh, I think Proxima is not bad because she can move long, energy spear throw, place within one. Oh, actually, hold on. She, she might doesn't not gain work. power. But she doesn't spend any power, so she has the one she already had. Uh, uh, the spear throw is after the attack is resolved, place with a one. So that doesn't work because the grunt's already dead and removed from play. Yeah. So, so she can't even place within one. Um, what about Amazing Spider-Man? Can he do it? He probably has to roll Range like a three. wild. So if he gets his momentum trigger, choose another enemy character within two. That's not going to be the case. So that's no no. I guess if you. Gave him a uh, an extra power he could web swing, then punch at range three, theoretically, and get there. Um, is there anyone else that you think could do it? Um, let's see. I mean, even using silly stuff like places in X Men, you still can't get there. You still can't do it. Like Juggernaut, yeah, because Beast Beast like, also does it after the attack is resolved. Yeah, he can't do it. Uh, maybe you could do... Hulk? Could Hulk move and... Can he move? No, he couldn't place and throw. (laughs) He can move twice and throw the fucker into your lines. Yeah. He could do that. (laughs) That's... But But I mean... Again, that doesn't... That doesn't fix the problem that you still have to be able to down them and pick it up in the same turn. No. Because if not, they're just going to move and get it and you're in the same spot you were in a second ago. You have to still kill the person. Yeah. Yep. It's and bad. now you're spending like three activations to get it from this fucking free grunt. So, I mean, so the answer is honestly, I, I feel like, yes, I, I think Nick Fury has game in almost any list. Like just, just for that. If, if the affiliation, it, it, I'm sorry, if the um, scenario drops and there's a center extract, 
I don't know that there's a better choice. Like, it's so good. Other than playing chicken on the center, which is also fun, but... Yeah. And so I was talking with Parker. I thought it was actually an interesting thought process to say, um, what if, like, if you're doing Senators, what if you just don't go on turn one? Like, like you just either pass or activate somebody and don't check a point. Because your opponent has a one in three chance of finding the objective if they check for it. Which is the same odds they have as if you go on turn one, but if they check and fail, you have a 100% chance of finding it. Mm-hmm. Oh, because you have both of them? You can do that? Because you can check both. <laughs> yeah, sure. And so on Senator specifically, I think it's worth it to let your opponent go first because there's only a one in three chance they find it. And if they go for it and miss, there's a 100% chance you find it. And if And if they go for it and they get it, now your shit isn't separated across the field and out mm-hmm. of position. So then just Fury and the Grunt go after the whoever go after the extract and once he once one of them gets it, then it's, you know, much because, more difficult. Yeah, to if back. you like what happened to Parker is he went for what and got the one in three chance he didn't find it. Yeah. And then his opponent immediately picks it up and knows exactly where it is. And Parker's already activated two of his models. And yeah. and then Fury and the minion were way out of position. So now they right. now they just become variously daredevil. They have to just fight. And that's yeah. As we're opposed to that, if you um, if you're playing the turn one uh, reposition thing where you you jump to the minion, um, and you know where it is, like they find it on the first turn, you just double move the minion and then drop Nick Fury on top of them, and then you just double tap them with Nick Fury and the the agent. If you do really well in the first attack, the agent might get to punch them as well, which yeah. would be pretty funny. Um. Yeah. yeah, everything I can find that would move you is after the attack is resolved. And so Quicksilver seems like the only one that's actually really good at stealing it. Because also you could just play, if it's an asset token, you could play, can I borrow that and just steal it on turn one and not have to deal with they're going to drop it backwards. And then you could, if you've triggered the dash, you could just move backwards on your own. Mm-hmm. And you might not even kill the grunt, which would be hilarious. Yeah. Because <laughs> you could just do one, not kill the grunt, laugh at them. <laughs> That's actually that's actually one of the things that the Aaron and I were talking about is even if even if you manage to get more than one activation or you know you did some yeah. weird Quicksilver thing now whoever's got it is way on the other side of the field like you're mm-hmm. way across the midpoint and the Nick Fury player still has the rest of his models because that was maybe yeah. his first or second activation right so it's mm-hmm. it's not even like you now have it oh good Quicksilver is now way on the other side, totally by himself against the rest of the list. And maybe yeah. the rest of the list is She-Hulk, you know? So you're like, well, shit. Um, so yeah, it's not, it is not a done deal that you actually manage to undo the nonsense of that grunt. You're, you're now yeah. on the other side of the field. So I don't think we're to this point yet, but I wanted to talk about a hypothetical because I obviously, I think this would be a good idea right now, at least. Because we've all seen when new models come out and they're noticeably like game impacting or they're just high high aesthetic ratio. Like when Brotherhood first came out, Magneto was in on every table for three months because everyone loves Magneto. And then when X-Men, same thing. Every someone was playing X-Men every game. And then um pretty much the same for all the new stuff at this point coming out. There's 12 people playing everyone's buying the new stuff they all want to try it they all want to see what it's like so the the volume of these models getting played is obviously very high because it's flavor of the month and so especially at this point because we haven't had any releases for three fucking months 
And so, Flavor of the Month releases, everyone's going to be playing them, and we know that grunts are really, really strong on centerline extracts. Mm-hmm. Should we stop playing centerline extracts in the meantime? I know what I'm going to do. I mean, obviously, you're playing Nick Fury, so you have no choice. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're hammering the go harder button. Right. As, like, literally as hard as you can. See if this works. So, I'm yeah. just curious... Now, because we can't play non-pay-to-flip secures, because criminals are overpowered, and so we can't play the abusable uh, extracts like Herbs and Legacy Virus, and now we also can't play the single-extract centerline ones because they're abusable by the the grunt people. And so we're basically being slowly and slowly cornered into, like, the only safe missions you can play, which are basically corset missions. Yeah. Basically, you're playing a degenerate list, or you're playing the super safe extracts. Yeah, yeah. You're either you are either the person causing the problem, or you're trying to avoid the problem. Mm-hmm. Is how mission selection feels right now. Yeah, um, I know what I'm playing. Sinister I... traps. <laughs> Spider foes. Sinister traps. <laughs> I, hey, I, does, I think it does get it does get the grunt it. right. <laughs> They need to drop, uh, like, four yeah. new reds and four new blues on us and just, like, mix it up. Like the, I don't yeah, know. we desperately need more more crises, I think. Which is maybe what's coming in the card pack that we'll know about soon. So, since your ship says an allied character may play this card during the first power phase, choose an objective. This only works, like, it doesn't actually work on the centerline objectives because if they're right. running the center, they just go to the one you didn't pick. Right. But... If if for some reason like we're talking about the tag like if you have priority, um, well actually if you have priority you probably didn't let Nick Fury have reds but yeah um, if you have um, you might be able to work on two of them right the idea is one of them gets sinister traps and you check the other one is the idea yeah um, so now it's got to be it's got to be that one in the middle or the grunt doesn't get to do what he wants it's, it's an idea yeah sinister traps is pretty funny for the grunt how. Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> it does a thing, yo. Wait, what what do you mean he can't do what he wants? Meaning Parker. The meaning the grunt is the grunt only has one option, right? Because you're gonna pick you're gonna check one of the spots. And mm-hmm. um, we're talking about specifically about senators, right? Because this, if yeah. if you gotta roll a crit it doesn't really matter. But mm-hmm. um for senators specifically, you're gonna check w- one of them. The uh, you're going to sinister traps the other, and so now the grunt has to go for the third one you didn't put. Basically, you choose which one the grunt's going to go for. Is the idea if you have priority? Yeah, and, kinda. And well, because you you put them both offset on the in between two each, they trap one. Yeah, they're making the decision for you, but you're still checking. Yeah, yeah. yes, you get to check one for sure, but now you don't get to get a better outcome. Is the idea? I guess. Yeah. 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 Cool. Uh, and yeah, I don't know that grunts are going to be degenerate yet, but uh, it definitely feels like they're they're at the top of that water slide. They haven't come down it yet, but mm-hmm. it is a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's so, like the one that Frank goes down where the water's turned yeah. off. <laughs> the water's turned off and he gets like a horrible, horrible like road rash on the um, slide. That, I was, I felt, I fell <laughs> off my seat on that scene where he just, oh my God. Because ah! <laughs> him and Charlie, like, we're, oh that, that's gosh. under construction. You can't go on that one. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, thanks. They go up the line anyway. Yeah. They get up there and the water's not turned on. He's like, all right, we should probably get some water. And he pulls out like, a little like Nestle water bottle. The Nestle water bottle. Like, all right, you should be good now. He's like, all right. 
just goes front first oh down it. Oh my god, that's oh awesome. Oh my god. And I love yeah, the that. bottom there's a smoke cloud. <laughs> like, I, it's god. blood. They just this like tons of blood just starts showing up on the slide. <laughs> and he lands in the water and the water starts turning red all around him. Because and they're like, just... ah! <laughs> Oh my uh, god. Alright. Oh boy. I love that show. Alright. Um okay. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Grunts? I think I've exhausted all of my points. Yeah, I, I think about. I think we just nope. we need we need to play them. All. I'm going to play nothing but grunts against Jeremy. And we're going to find out if they're good. Mm, right. Um, I do have a question for you, Brandon. Oh God, here it comes. No, you can't uh, get me. I'm ungettable. I know. I'm not trying to get you. Um, I just have a question. That's what people who try and get people say. No, listen. <laughs> Everyone uh-huh. needs to hear this because apparently no mm-hmm. one understands and knows how to do this. It's very simple. How you do be- how do beams face. work? How, how do you do use a beam? Work? Oh, beams! How do you use a beam? Oh my god! What is Let's a go beam? Go the rules for him. It's easy. Is yeah. what is beam? How is beam? Where is beam? Why is beam? Why is beam? <laughs> Why is beam? Oh boy! Uh, yeah, there's. <laughs> Boy, there's a, a lot of bad wording in the beam section of the rule book. Uh, I don't know if we have a... Uh, I don't know if I want to go into this right now. Let's uh, let's make that a from the forums for next time. Okay, because I got to tell you, every game I play now, the game's, beams going, differently. The game's going fine until a beam <laughs> someone happens. Someone uses a beam until and then a beam throw happens. our models away. And it's like, seriously, it's like everyone on the team has rotten fruit and just starts throwing it at models. And you're like, what is <laughs> happening? Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually yeah, really. Like, curious. We don't talk about that rule. I actually, I have purposely not looked at the nonsense that's that's appearing about yeah, the beam so thing. I... So I'll I'll be curious. You don't have to tell me now, but I'll be curious to know, to learn more because I don't beam as a general. You better rule. not. I just don't. <laughs> I don't beam as a general. As a general rule, okay, so... I just avoid it entirely. Yeah, when when the the rules forum and people started getting crunchy with the game, uh, uh, there was a lot of questions about beams. I was like. I kept seeing them pop up on the rules forum. I was like, duh, just read the beam section, idiot. And I'm starting to think that they might have been onto something because I went <laughs> down this rabbit hole. And there's a lot of fucked up situations where just weird stuff starts happening when in the beams. Neo so, And admittedly, it's not unless there's other rules that are triggering on the beams. It's only when you start mixing in other bullshit is the problem. So, yeah. So anyway, uh, let's go on. Oh, something while we were talking about it, I'm pretty sure this is correct, but I've been terrified to ask because I think I think I've been doing this wrong, Uh-oh. or just at least nobody has screwed me yet, which is really the more surprising thing. Um, so models with rapid fire, if you bodyguard and the bodyguard's out of the rapid fire attack range, you just lose rapid fire. Correct? Did, yes, that's that's the what. That's, that's what I thought, but nobody's ever done it to me, and there's been a lot of times where they just weren't paying attention. I'm like, oh, oh my god, yeah. It's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's like I'm gonna shoot Scarlet Witch with Punisher, and he's like, K. And then like I let go of the four dice, and then I look up and realize that Captain America's standing range two behind her, and they didn't bodyguard. I'm like. You're bad at this game. Like, I just don't even know what to say. I don't want to bring it up because I'm just hoping they don't know that. And then I can just keep shooting them. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that came up anyway. pretty recently. Yeah, uh, b- oh, by the by the way, bodyguard, number one ability in the game for my opponent to have. Because yeah. they never remember it. They and never remember that. I really, really, and I really love my opponents having bodyguard. Every time they have it, I'm like, oh, I thank remember. God. 
who I was playing recently, but I was just like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to attack this guy. And I like pick up my dice. and I just kind of look at him and they're like, look at me. And I look at them and they look at me and I look at them. They look at me and I look at them and they go, are you going to roll your dice? I'm like, okay. And I like go with the <laughs> dice. Like that happened like five times in a row. And then the next turn he goes, oh, I had bodyguard. I'm like, what did you think I was doing? Do you think I have Alzheimer's? Like what is happening? Like, come on. It's All like, nice. did you think I was just waiting here for no apparent reason? Yeah. Anyway. All right. That's going to end our main topic today. Um, Parker wants to share something with you guys. We told him he couldn't, but then he cried and we felt really bad for him. So we told him he could talk to you about the comic. <laughs> I win. Uh, yeah. So a comic quarter today uh, is actually is going back in time. I've talked a lot about the conclusion to uh, the Marvel universe and the big reset they did uh, with battle world and how you know, Dr. Doom uh, was, you know, one of the primary agents to rework everything. Um, but one of the things I never stopped to do is to go back to the very first issue where they introduce all these um, world and universe collapsing problems. And so I'm going to showcase uh, it's a new Avengers comic called, and the, the graphic novel, if you want to find it, it's called everything dies and it was the very first time that Jonathan Hickman had kind of the reins of the Avengers and by extension, the Marvel Universe. Jonathan Hickman, you, if those of you never listened to podcasts before, I have a huge nerd boner for anything he touches because he's great at sci-fi. Um, and uh, basically, he's the one who starts to in the Everything Dies graphic novel, uh, which is a collection of some new Avengers titles, uh, line out what will be the end of the Marvel Universe as it ended uh, um, a couple years ago. The idea that the universes are collapsing in on each other and there's different factions working uh, uh, to either eliminate Earths because Earth seems to be like the conflux point where everything's collapsing. And so in this issue of the New Avengers, everything dies. Uh, Black Panther is actually the first person to discover on you know, Earth 616 that one of these incursion events is happening. Another Earth has come and guess who's bringing the Doomsday device but Black Swan. So I thought it would be appropriate to uh, mention if you if you don't know who Black Swan is, if you don't know how she got in the Marvel Universe, or 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 exactly where we first met her, we found met her in Everything Dies. So the entire thing is now as I read it after having read just the geez like uh, like eighteen different titles and just issue upon issue upon issue of the the conclusion of this giant story that Hickman starts. It's kind of fun to come back to look at how it all started and how small and what a great job he does at, at starting very, very small with these little bitty clues, but the clues all fit in perfectly to this giant reveal uh, later. So I'm sorry, uh, anybody listening to the podcast who, you know, now knows if you listen to some of my other comic corners, you know how this story ends, but it's still worth the read and worth, you know, the look at how a really masterful writer takes a giant arc. That's going to take, you know, uh, a year of writing and multiple different storylines all moving together with different characters. He, he manages to orchestrate something pretty Machiavellian uh, in the, this starts with New Avengers, Everything Dies, the end of the Marvel Universe. But if you want to know who Black Swan is, we get to meet her for the first time. And, and we, we learned a lot about her in this one. But not enough to find out all the things that are going on, which is the, the, the real awesome genius of this whole uh, uh, web that Hickman weaved for over a year in the Marvel Universe. So check it out. Cool. Uh, Parker and Jeremy, you guys know a lot more about the comics than I do. And I... the 
the exposure I have is mostly just people telling me about the storylines, kind of like what Parker just did, where he kind of summarizes like mm-hmm. a storyline he's been reading that he's been enjoying. Kind of like when someone tells you about a book they like. And so I just have had that over the last 15, 20 years, uh, being at, around game stores so much. And, uh, and I watched a lot of the animated shows and stuff like that. How common is it for like one random character to just show up in somebody else's storyline for like an issue and then like go away? Like, for example, like Punisher is like doing something and then like Wolverine shows up. He's like, hey, bub, let's do this. And then they do it. and Then he leaves. And mm-hmm. like, that was this issue. Like, is that pretty common? Well, or is it usually more overarching stuff where they're all doing something together for a long period of time? Well, Jeremy, feel free to just jump in. Um, I mean, I I was into comics like uh, 25 years ago, and <laughs> it had to be very specific for someone to jump into someone else's book. Basically, um, you had the ones that kind of ran around together and did things, but for the most part, X Men were kind of X Men. The bad guys would change. And Avengers were Avengers. Like, I don't know. They really yeah. didn't. But they would have, you know, like a couple months where maybe uh, uh, Fantastic Four were helping out for some reason and, you know, wrapping some shit up with Galactus yeah. or whatever. But for the most part, people didn't just poke their head in and say, hey, like that wasn't really. So as, as an example, I remember watching the Fantastic Four cartoon. And, like, Spider-Man would show up for an episode and be like, hi, guys, I'm Spider-Man. But it felt like cross-promotion more than anything. Well, I mean, if you, like, a lot of the comics I have, the ones that would happen, it would be on the cover, and that would be the thing. Like, Spider-Man would have Punisher drop in. And it would be, like, a guest artist and a guest, and it would be a big deal. Like, Okay. But, again, that's 25 years ago. I don't know what they do these days. Gotcha. Well, I was just thinking that if, like, Iron Man ever teamed up with Silver Surfer, they would be alloys. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's how you get them! <laughs> Fucking on the back end when they're not expecting it. <sighs> that whole Part- thing was a setup? No, uh, no, I actually had that question. Oh, okay. I, I worked it into the joke. <laughs> okay. That was good. That was that was yeah. that was some <laughs> comedy Jeremy's genius. legit upset that he got got that hard. Yeah. I've been got He's like, I, you had me on the hook for 10 minutes. <laughs> you just reel them in when you're ready. And yeah, and then, of course, I got alley by Parker, who was like, yeah. uh, go ahead. I'm like, okay, I'll tell you what <laughs> I know. Motherfuckers. I don't trust you either of you. ran into the fucking wood chipper on your own. I don't trust either He's of He's like, you. that's not my bad. <laughs> Sons of bitches. <laughs> Elden Ring never did that to me. Nope. <laughs> Elden Ring never betrayed It would never me. do that to me. Wait, hold on. Uh, That's all it does is set you up for success and then fucking slap it down. Slap it down hard. Murder you on fucking repeat. Yeah. I will say that in in the classic, in in kind of the classic comic book era, uh, like not the super classic, like the 60s, 50s and 60s, but I would say like 80s and 90s, um, the crossover was super, super important, but it was all about making money. It's like, can we get Wolverine and Spider-Man on the same cover so people will buy this shit? And it was always like a one-shot adventure. It was, it very rarely was like weaved together into their plot lines. Um, so that was back when you know every other page had an ad on ad and advertisement in oh, it, yeah. and they were just <laughs> trying desperately to make any amount of money because they're starving, just bleeding dollars every day. So crossovers were very much a gimmick to get people to read. Now I think. Uh, crossovers appear in the same way that like Disney Plus does crossovers because they know if they 
if they interweave the stories, the universe gets bigger and more important. Um, so now, like, for example, this new Avengers comic, uh, by, like, issue two, it's not just Black Panther, but it's Iron Man and Black Bolt and Mr. Fantastic and uh, Doctor Strange, and they're all in Captain America, and they're all there, and each one of their individual roles in the rest of the story will play out in the new Avengers series, but also in their individual series. So Mm -hmm. that kind of entanglement becomes really important in like post 2010, more modern storytelling in comics because they are, they're wanting all these stories to be entangled by the way, that does make them money because it makes you feel Mm -hmm. like you need all of the issues to understand the story completely. So what a tangled web they weave. But unlike the original method, which was more like a, uh, we need to make money on this kind of smash and grab style. Let's see how many people buy this crossover issue. Now it's, can we get them to read, you know, a lot of different issues simultaneously um, instead of one big crossover special? All of that you just said, I couldn't hear anything after the word black agar boltagon. Black <laughs> I thought you couldn't hear anything after alloy. Nothing. I've got it nothing. Just, it just circus got music. Nothing. <laughs> like a hundred decibels in your monkey, head. Monkey clanking cymbals. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for us today. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Hopefully you had some fun uh, listening to Jeremy's Anguish live. Uh, this has been Brandon. I go by boycott the forums. Hashtag thought crimes. And uh, Parker, I go by Dr. Mantis Toboggan, MD, because I don't run from shit. (laughs) This is Jeremy. Please don't use beams in your games. (laughs) Uh, And this has been Parker is Grunting. So what are we going to call this thing? I got it. Okay. Incredible, new, fantastic, astonishing, mighty, original, uncanny, sensational podcast. I'm just going to put down infamous. We did it. We got another episode in the can. Perfect. Which is where Jeremy spends all of his time nowadays. In the can. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know. So, uh, how was your guys' week? Hmm. Oh, my kid's baseball stuff is starting, so that's kind of... That's like um, a lot. They're like, hey guess what meetings next week for coaches i'm like cool so i go to the meeting they're like guess what practice starts monday i'm like what <laughs> what i'm like what? <laughs> i thought ne- we were uh... oh yeah so it's like all of a sudden a hurricane of stuff um yeah so <laughs> pretty busy but that's cool did you are, have they been in, have they been in baseball for a while um yeah they started playing t-ball when i think they were like four or five mm. We've played. We've done every year except the COVID year, where the world was shut down. Um, but yeah, we've we played every every year. Nice. They're actually getting, so they're ten, so they're actually getting like strong enough to throw a ball hard. Like mm-hmm. we're playing catch, 
and like Eli's throwing zingers, and like I'm like, will you stop? Like <laughs> you're throwing it too hard. Like quit it. But it's the first year they've actually been able to like throw the ball like hard and catch like crazy throws, and you know just play baseball really. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, we're bringing Cecilia to uh, swim lessons every Saturday. Mm-hmm. And the goal is, or her goal is, to do like swim team stuff. So oh, I'm really excited about that. Literally, I am. Actually, I am. I am terrified. I have had so many middle school students, like young girls, decide they want to be, you know, soccer players, and so they play on rec soccer leagues. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I get the email, bling, this student has a concussion. You cannot let them <laughs> see, you know, anything bright. They can't use their computer. And then, like two weeks later. Bling, the student has a concussion again. Make sure that they are. And I had a, I had a student um, a couple of years ago that she got so many concussions her eighth grade year. They told her, you can't do anything anymore. And like, what do you mean anything? Like, you can bear, like, we don't even want you to get in a car. Like, you might die if you play more, if you play any soccer or wow. run quickly. Um, and I know that was an extreme example because she had so many concussions. But, mm-hmm. I mean, she just played soccer. It wasn't like she was, like... Which wasn't boxing or for a living or anyway, I even in my very, very first game of volleyball I ever coached ever game one, second point, wham, girl gets hit in the head with the volleyball, has a concussion, straight up a concussion. <laughs> and like, it's like, that's not even like she just stood there and she's got a concussion. She wasn't even playing aggressively for the ball or something, just hit her in the head. So Jeez. I was watching uh, stupid videos this morning and, uh, there was a like remembrance of uh there was one day a uh, a major league baseball hitter i want to say he played for the orioles um he hits a foul ball into the stands but came like right off the end of his bat so it was coming in very quickly to like the closer stands hits a woman directly in the face oh and breaks her nose and so they stop the game they rush medical crews over they stop the bleeding as best they can and they put her on a stretcher and they're starting to take her up the stairs. And so they resume the game. And the guy hits another foul ball. And it hits her in the leg, breaking her knee while she's on the gurney going up the stairs. That's and not The guy real. just, like, dropped it. No, it's a real You can look it up. The, the This was, like, 20 years ago. And the, uh, the organization, like... Brought in her whole family for like a big meet and greet with all the players. They, they did everything they could to get her to not suit them. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That reminds me. It's like that Scott Sterling. You ever see Scott Sterling? Uh-uh. Oh, it's this funny a series of skits where Scott Sterling, the man, the myth, the legend, and like the very first one they did was he was a goalie, and he's and it's uh it's the to win the game. It's supposed to be like a NCAA game. Mm-hmm. And it's a shootout at the end of the game. And Scott Sterling is the go- uh, goalie. And the guy shoots it as hard as he can. And it hits him directly in the side of the cheek. Just like, wham! And <laughs> yeah. like, the, But it bounces away. And they're like, oh my gosh, he took it with his face. Scott Sterling's amazing. And so he's kind of like, he's dazed. And he's like, oh my gosh. But he's got to take another one, right? And so he's oh, going to leave him <laughs> in. He's going to leave him in. And he goes, he shoots him again. And, and he he, does, he dives for it. And he hits him directly in the chin. And his uh, his head like whips, whips back. And he just, he's laying on the ground like, Scott! Sterling is amazing, and he goes, and they gotta go for the third kick, and so the 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 ref comes over to like check on him, and he's just like unconscious on the ground, <laughs> and so he like checks on him, he stands up and like gives a thumbs up and like comes back, 
<laughs> and so now he's this is a full grown ass man just laying on the ground, <laughs> and and the guy comes up to kick it again, and he kicks it directly into his unconscious face, <laughs> and so he just rolls over, and so the uh it goes back to the other team. They get to kick a couple times, and it comes back to him, and it's Scott Sterling, and now he's just like black and blue, and they have him yeah. sitting in a lawn chair <laughs> because he can't yeah. stand up anymore. <laughs> oh my god! And so it just keeps they just keep kicking it directly into his face, and so <laughs> I saw that video. It's uh, the, so that they have a several, they have several, it's the commentators that are screaming, you know, what an amazing player Scott Sterling is. Uh, so after that one, they also did a volleyball one. And I think they also did a golf one and it's all, it's all just him getting hit in the face with things, but it's the anime, the, <clears throat> the animation yeah. and the action is pretty, it's pretty convincing and fun to watch. Yeah. I saw that video. It was pretty good. Uh, I found the article. It's on Forbes. Um, Hall of Famer Richie Ashburn hit a foul ball that struck a woman named Alice Ross squarely in the face, breaking her nose. Uh, During the game was paused. Medics rushed to attend Roth. And while they were carrying her away on a stretcher, play resumed. Ashburn fouled off the first pitch thrown to him after the pause, hitting her in the knee and breaking a bone. God damn. And then, quote... Her grandson said to a reporter, there was blood everywhere. (laughs) Jesus. Jesus. Uh, Fortunately, uh, the Phillies treated the family to uh, the royal treatment after the injuries were tended to. And the kids and the grandkids got free tickets and autographed baseball and a free tour of the dugout. Well, they also get a free tour of the hospital. I mean, if that counts. Yeah. This was a long time ago, it looks like. Um, so this was probably before everyone got Sue happy. Well, you probably Any, sign anyway. up. It's probably a waiver by entering the stadium during those years. You know, like whatever happens, happens. Yeah. I, uh, at any rate, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad CC wants to, uh, wants to swim. I, that's what I want for her. Please go swim. You got mm-hmm. the, only I'm, I'm way to get, the only way to yeah. get hurt is to drown, and I think we can stop that. So go ahead. Um, that's a uh, pretty catastrophic ending there. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm less concerned about drowning than I am about concussions. Drowning, I can see coming. There's like mm-hmm. the lungs are pretty good at bouncing back if you can expel the water. Brain mm-hmm. swelling, not so much. It, you're, <laughs> not you're, so much with the brain swelling. Not so much with the brain swelling. You lose the, the ability only, to do calculus. <laughs> the only problem with a uh, swimming is you need a pool. I'm a big fan of oh, sports yeah. that they can practice without paying somebody. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. like, oh, God, yeah. please don't like hockey. Like, Jesus Christ. Mm. Like, no hockey, no ice skating is like a hobby. No, yeah. no, that. Like, no. Well, it, it is nice. We have a pool, like, two, like the, the pool for our local rec league mm-hmm. is two blocks from my house. That's nice. So, so buy them a season pass and... Once they get on the team, if they get on the team, they get it out for free. They'll probably be working there anyway. So, hey we'll Jeremy, hmm. we get Hawaiian Bros a lot, but just I was thinking the other day, um, is there any kind of rice you like more than the other kinds of rice? Like, do you like white or brown or fried? If I were to pick my favorite rice, my favorite rice would be like a basmati rice. What is the joke? Basmati, cool. What? Well, I like white rice, so uh-huh. I guess that makes me a ricist. Uh huh. Yeah. You're not getting me now, motherfucker. <laughs> I think I had you for half the joke, and then you realized what was happening halfway through your answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I forgot to do a joke last week, so we're going to have to do a bunch oh, to make up for it. Lucky, lucky. Mm-hmm. 
So here's some cool news. Um, so on HBO, if I wanted to, I could watch Zack Snyder's remix of Four Hours. Mm-hmm. Then, if I thought I wasn't upset enough, I could then watch Batman because that's now on HBO. I could just back to back all of it. Yeah. If we're counting all the times you have to take a break just to, like, fucking catch your breath from all the horrible vomiting you're doing, then uh, it's only, like, nine hours. And, you know, look, for all those people that are mad going, Batman's great. It's a great movie. Well, you might be wrong. (laughs) Just check yourself. (laughs) Remember when I was like, yeah, I don't buy it, when you're like, it was really good. (laughs) Mm. It's, uh, well, I feel like it needs Brad Pitt or something. Like... (laughs) Batman just isn't enough. It's just not enough. You know, my kids were like, yeah, Batman's on HBO. And I was like, yeah, um, cool. (laughs) We're not watching it. They've actually seen it twice at the theater. They conned their grandparents into taking them. (laughs) You guys are so rude. Oh, boy. Cool. Well, uh, I guess as a small update, uh, we've been remodeling our store, The Geekery, in Shawnee, Kansas, if any of our listeners are local. Uh, It's coming along quite well. Hopefully, by the time this actually gets posted, it will be basically done. I think it's pretty cool. They'll be offering free beer and um, hot dogs to order for the next six months. Free beer and hot dogs? For the next six months. No. Oh, free beer for six months. That would uh, would be an expensive (laughs) tab. Uh, but in all seriousness, uh, on April 30th, we are doing a grand reopening if you want to come and hang out. And uh, we're doing a, a bunch of raffle giveaways. And so if you come up, every time you play a game, you get a raffle ticket. And every time, uh, or if you come up and work on models like Assemble and Paint, you get a raffle ticket. And then we're going to have a bunch of different drawings throughout the night. We're also giving away free pizza and free soda. So uh, that, that will be a fun night. Is that on Saturday? Saturday the 30th. Oh. So it's like 10 days from now. Not this coming Saturday, but next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this is some really adorable news. Oh, yeah? So, apparently the TSA purchased a large number of German Shepherds, Labrador Retrievers, uh, German Short-Haired Pointers, and Belgian Malinois to uh, beef up their um, canine security. Um, this is not a lead-up for a joke. This is 100% true. And uh-huh. they were... Um, uh, training them all to, you know, to to be able to, you know, do bomb retrieval and, oh, you know, sorry, bombs. What are they, not retrieval, but bomb uh, detection. detection, bomb bomb detection and assailant, uh, uh, like, um, what do they call it? Uh, subdue subduing subduction or whatever it is. Anyway, there a huge number of the puppies dropped out like they couldn't get the regression up high enough they just wouldn't attack the creep the people or whatever and so now they have this giant surplus of cute baby german shepherd labrador retrievers german shorthair porters and belgian malinois and they're now trying to use the internet to get people to take them because they are like academy dropouts and so they're <laughs> posting all these like adorable pictures of dogs not doing what they're to- like puppies not doing what they're told, like like being unwilling to attack people or unwilling to wear a giant harness or you know go sniff a bomb. It's pretty adorable. That's it. There's no joke. It's just mm-hmm. it's just something super cute that's happening. In Gee, its I don't know, Parker. What will they do with the dogs? Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's the that's the joke. That's the whole thing. Parker, I don't know if you know this, but mm-hmm. I predicted the fall of the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. I think it was pretty obvious, though. There were a ton of red flags. 
ton of red flags. Nope. I thought that was a cute one. Nope. Yeah. Jer- Jeremy even liked that one. It's too soon. Too soon. It's too, <laughs> too soon. soon. Uh, this is oh here's another one kind of kind of surreal. There is a guy who uh, was about to be executed but you know they were trying to do old school electric chair stuff and they asked him if he thought the electric chair would work better than lethal injection and he said well i'll be shocked if it doesn't work yeah <laughs> jesus christ is this what we're doing just all night with this this is all we're doing. i can like i like i have other you things. can play elden ring while you get tortured I, i'm thinking i'm thinking that that's probably a thing if an act- if an actual inmate would have said to said that to me before the electric chair, I think I'm required to let him free. <laughs> if that's how he if that's how he takes it, there is I'll an old timey password. <laughs> if if they manage to say it, they are required to let them free. Yeah. No one has yet to do it. <laughs> Did you know, Parker, that the first dog in, that died in space died of stress? Someone told it that space is a vacuum. <laughs> do do i like it all right let's actually do a podcast <laughs> yeah <clears throat> all right parker i expect your most on point guessery today oh god mm. my favorite kind of episodes even though i think it's super obvious but we'll talk about it oh no okay all right Are you guys ready do you want to say anything before we get started no do we ever pick a topic or did you design nope. one? Nope. Nope. Uh, okay. Is that good? I mean, we'll see, I guess. Is, is there anything you wanted to say? I guess we'll see what's going to happen here. Let's do it. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That is> God <laughs> awful. Yeah. That's, that people will listen to that just yeah. based on the title. Oh. <laughs> Parker, do you want to you want to give us some grunts so we can put it into the intro? <sighs> grunts <laughs> did he actually grunt because it cut out on my end oh really no. i grunted two yeah times. no i didn't get did anything you? No, i think it distinct. cut you out okay on purpose. do i kind of did like breathy grunts do we want like like deep, growly like, grunts. like 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 mm, deep growling grunts. like like uh, uh. <laughs> nah, that sounds more like i'm like like just i find something distasteful <laughs> just poop just make your poop noises yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god these are all making it in perfect great can we wrap this up this is getting why it's solid uh, uh... <laughs> jeremy are you fully staffed yet do you get to take like entire breaks uh i am finally fully staffed um i convinced people that i need to hire somebody so they're actually gonna let me hire an additional person yeah, yeah. Nice. turns out I, life has to get extreme for them to realize I'm not fucking with them. Yeah. Did you just walk in covered in gasoline holding a box of matches and you're like, let's do this? Uh, the equivalent. <laughs> the equivalent. Jeremy I mean, is ready. <clears throat> the equivalent to that is, hey guys, um, I'm not doing this like this anymore. I don't know what you're going to do about it, but I know what I'm going to do about it. And they're like, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. So, yeah, I don't they're... know how many days you think it is before I snap, and I don't know either, but I know how many it's not. Which is... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ooh, Jeremy brought a chainsaw to work. Maybe yeah. we should hire somebody. Yeah. All right, cool. When I play all my cards, it's like I'm all yeah. in. So they, yeah. they definitely made you, me play you... all their cards. Yeah. Mm. I like that about you, Jeremy. You don't do things by halves. <laughs> 
You got to nuke it from orbit. That's the only way yeah. to be sure. <laughs> uh, I actually did have a question for you, an actual serious question. Do you still have all your drone stuff? Yeah. How stable are they, and how good is the camera? Oh, no. So the the Phantoms are really good and really stable. I don't have any mm-hmm. of that anymore. I just okay, have the, so you got rid of like, your big stuff? Yeah, have, I, got, like, I just have the ones. racing drones. I just have those. But no, the Phantoms Dude. are really good and really stable. So the the racing drones are only good at high speeds. They don't like hover very well. Correct. They don't hover for shit. No, no, no. They they move okay. forward very fast. How like for shit is it? Like better than someone holding an iPhone or It's way better because okay. it it's a mechanical um gimbal. Mm-hmm. So you don't get any vibration or anything, man. That thing is stable as a rock. And that's the Phantoms or that's your racing drone? The Phantom. Okay. The racing drones aren't good for any of the footage. They're not good for shit. Okay. Okay. I was just thinking we were I wanted to do like a walkthrough video and I was yeah. thinking something like a drone might be good, but I can also just put my my tripod on a cart and push it around. So the fun thing to do is if you knew anyone in the actual community, I'm not one of them, but they have the mini drones that are real tiny mm-hmm. that the cameras on it. They could fly around the whole fucking store and do laps and shit and take you a really that's- cool that's kind of what I was thinking is have someone yeah. do like a dynamic fly through yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, you want they have tiny drones that do that and people are really like good at it. I am not mm-hmm. one of them. Okay. All right, cool. Uh well let's go ahead and wrap it up then, unless you guys want to talk about anything else. This will be a little bit of a short episode, but we didn't have a lot to talk about. Deal. I mean, we don't want to disappoint those in Gurney. Yeah. Guernsey. 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 Damn it, I've offended them again. Guernsey. <laughs> A gurney is, is something this is you Patreon like, content. To, People need to pay good away money for it. A gurney is and what then, they did to that poor woman who got smacked yeah. in the face by two, bo- two <laughs> they baseballs. Her, they strapped her down to a fucking gurney. Through baseball So she her. wouldn't fall down the stairs. And then she got struck by a baseball and broke her fucking knee. Over and over again. How, how shitty of a day you would be having. You got hit in the face by a baseball to the point where they had to put you on a stretcher. They strapped you down and tried to stop the bleeding out of your face. And then you're strapped down, not looking at what's happening. You get struck by another baseball in the knee. Oh, my God. That would be the shittiest afternoon So that ever. reminds me, like, did you ever see the movie Magnolia? Like, it's really no. old. Well, it mm-hmm. talks about random events that are real. And it's like, these random things are random, but they're real. Actually happen. Yeah. yeah. And one of them, they show a helicopter scooping up water from a lake and mm-hmm. to put on a forest fire. Well, they yeah. scoop the water up from a lake, go over the forest fire, and drop the water, and there was a dude scuba diving. So the dude's <laughs> flying into the fire. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, boy. Yeah. That would have been also a shitty afternoon. <laughs> yeah. So there was several So how like did that. Bill burn to death while scuba diving? Yeah. Well, it's an interesting story. <laughs> Yes, there's several things in Magnolia the beginning that are that kind of thing, which are just oh my god, I'll never forget that one. I would love, I would love to imagine he just falls out of the net and he's just like flipping them the bird on his way down. Oh man, guys. Yep. Oh boy, that is awesome. That is fucking amazing. (laughs) Pulled up a scuba diver with a helicopter and dropped him into a (laughs) into a fire. Yeah. Spare, oh boy, that's a good one. Spare a thought for that poor asshole. <laughs> Man, 
I mean, if you're going to be in a fire, I would imagine one of the types of clothing you would like to be wearing is a wetsuit, but... But not fucking You just got sucked be, up. There's no way you have like flammable. you know. There's like, no way you know rubber. which way is up, right? <laughs> if you oh, sure, but like, <laughs> the problem is they it. dropped him, and yeah. they were probably several hundred feet up, so yeah. he probably died on the way down, hitting all the burning branches. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <sighs> yeah, that sucks. Talk about like bad luck days. Like, <laughs> just what are the fucking odds? Mm-hmm. Oh man. Alrighty, well, let's go ahead and get out of here. Thanks for coming, everybody. Huzzah!